And so these are the words that I speak over those who are challenging or facing challenging times. All the tests that you are, pre all the tests that you are presently facing, they're there to develop you into the person that you need to be. You don't have to play just yet, Betty. I know I told Ryan to tell you to play, but you don't need to play. As you look at Ryan and say, Ryan, you told me to play. <laughs> oh, and since we're laughing, on a funny note, if you do want to know the real Justin, don't ask Jim, ask my wife, okay? So <laughs> anybody that sees me here, Sarah's like, I don't think you play that much anymore. <laughs> but all the tests that you're facing, they're there to develop the person that God is calling you to be and the destiny that he has placed within you and before you. Job said it like this, I look forward and you're not there. I look behind and you're nowhere to be found. And I look to my right and I don't perceive you and to my left and you're not there. How many have been there before? <laughs> like, yeah, okay, he's nowhere around, but he stops and he says, but you know the way that I take. I want you to know that God knows the way that he's taking you. In the path that he's bringing through, David even said these words, I'll fear no evil, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for what? You are with me. And everything that you're going through has been aligned by God to forge you into the person that he has called you to be. Just ask Joseph about his journey. He even said these words after that long 13-year journey of going through so many challenging times. He looks at his brothers and he says, you did not send me here, but my father has sent me here and he prepared the way. I don't know what challenges you're facing, but just realize there's an orchestrator behind all these difficulties and all these challenges that is bringing you and preparing you to the place and the calling that he has placed upon each of your lives. So your destiny is unfolding before your very eyes because you all have a call to fulfill and he must in his own beautiful way prepare you to fulfill that call. And so when we embrace the idea that God has a plan for us, no setback should be able to stop us. And the truth is that every situation has the ability to make us into who God is calling us to be. And so God partners with us in our present situation to prepare us for the future that he's called for us. Gideon, you're a mighty man of valor. Now let me prep you for that. 30,000 men, ah, that's too many. 20,000, too many. 10,000, too many. Let's just keep on going down until you feel inadequate like you need God to help you. 300, perfect. And so he wants to cover all of us with his favor. And the process starts by God establishing the fact that he is our source of everything, of peace, of joy, of goodness, of kindness. Whatever you need, he wants to be the source of that. And quietly and deliberately, God will strip away every single crutch. You feel these words, don't you, John? I felt the same thing. I was like, John, I know exactly what you're going through. It feels like he strips away every single thing that you can hold on to and go, I feel good because I have this. And God goes, oh, you do? I want you to feel good because you have me. And that we've been relying on and removes anything that may distract us from his ability to provide for us. And he wants to take away the false sense of security that most of us cling on to so strongly because God is not in the business of praying, playing second fiddle to anything. And he's certainly and not going to allow us to be able to take care of ourselves without his help. So will you allow him to bring you into all that God is calling you to be? Are you ready to rise up and to be the sons and daughters that God has asked of us to be? If so, would you please just stand? Betty, that's your cue. Would you please stand with me as I pronounce these words from our Father over your life. And as you stand, if you feel comfortable enough, I don't want to force you to, just put yourself in a posture to receive. 
And I say these words from the Father over you that you are my beloved. And I'm singing over you, you are my beloved. You are my beloved, so simply receive. Receive what is yours. I am yours and you are mine. I am raising you up and I'm calling you up to higher places. So don't be afraid. Don't hold back. Don't look to your past. Set your gaze upon me. For I have chosen you. I have called you and I've set you apart. So rise up and be who I see you to be. Enter into your sonship. For you are my son and you are my daughter. Don't think anything otherwise. Allow my love to overwhelm you. Be secure in my love for you. I love you because I'm love, and I am for you, and I'm not against you. And I speak these words over you, for they have the power to raise you up. They have the power to lead you to a place of victory. John, they have the power to transform your life, my brother. They have the power to become. Just receive. Receive your new identity. Receive a new grace. Receive new strength. Receive a new lens, and receive the power to live. And receive my love. And now go. Go forth. Don't hesitate. Don't delay. Don't get sidetracked. Go. Love. And represent me wherever you go. And I will cause you to reach people, as Jim mentioned. For you are my beloved. You are my son. And you are my daughter. You are mine. And I am yours, says the Lord. Do you receive that this morning? Diego, you have something this morning? Come on up. No, come on up. I want to make him as uncomfortable as I possibly can. <laughs> That's my friend. I wouldn't do that to anybody else in here, except maybe Ryan and Jim. And <laughs> Hello. Um, there's been many times when God has put something in my heart, and I needed to tell Pastor Justin and his wife, Sarah, and I've ignored it and told God, who am I to tell them? They know the word better than I do. Um, and it's always been a word in season for them. And I find out weeks later that it was God trying to use me. And so I had a meeting a week or two ago with Justin, Pastor Justin, and uh, I told him what God put placed in my heart. And it's something he needed to hear weeks ago. And his wife, too. And uh, he told me, what will I do when God puts something in your heart that you got to say, what will you do next time? And I said, I will obey. And that's why I'm standing here to you today. Um, I don't like this, but <laughs> um, God has put it in my heart. First, it was um, how it came about. It was I wanted God to give me a word to speak to my daughter. And as I was praying, he gave me the word, and the word was actually for her and for me. And then he put in my heart that it was actually for the church, and the church needed to hear it. So for all those who are struggling with different things, whether it be relationships, finances, um, what to do with jobs, careers, your destinies, um, just life in general, I, God put this in me. He said, you need to choose. Which are you going to birth? Are you going to birth an Ishmael or an Isaac? So whatever your situation is, you can you can birth an Ishmael. I don't know if you people all many may know what the story between Ishmael and Isaac, but if you birth an Ishmael, it's you're using your flesh to do what 
what only God can do. And, and Abraham went to his servant and got him pregnant and they had a son named Ishmael. And that was works of the flesh. But God has put in us an Isaac and that's trusting his word and who he is. You find a promise to your situation and do and live it as if that promise in his word is true. You declare that word day in and day out until the situation changes. The finances for, for, for my daughter, relationships. God is not trying to tell you to make it work. It's, it's, you're trying, people in general are trying to make things work out of their own search, what they have, their own wisdom. But God is saying, no, don't do it that way. You're going to birth an Ishmael. Do my will. Seek my will. Seek my word. Find the promise in my word and live that. Let that be done. Finances. The finances are not, finances, he's the one who provides them. You can do everything in your part, but then you're just worrying about, okay, I need to make more hours. I need another job. I need a higher paying job when God's your source. Let God be your source in your situation. Love him. He is the light. He is the wisdom. You need wisdom how to get out of the mess you're in. Seek him. He has the wisdom. And the God be the glory.